ESPN LA 710. Choose Health LA is a local initiative of the Los Angeles County Department of Public Health to prevent and control chronic disease in Los Angeles County. The four-year early childhood obesity prevention initiative is bringing together a broad range of partners to implement community-based public education, skills building, and environmental changes that promote physical activity and healthy eating. The grant, funded by First 5 LA, targets the nearly 1 million LA County children 0 to 5 years of age and their families and includes three focus areas. Choose Health LA, Choose Health LA Kids, Choose Health LA Child Care, and Choose Health LA Moms. To learn more, please log on to ChooseHealthLA.com. Today we're talking Choose Water and Play More, and we're going to speak with Steve Baldwin, who is the Director of Nutrition and Physical Activity Program in the Los Angeles County Department of Public Health. He's going to bring all his knowledge and making it easy for parents out there. That's up next. ESPN LA 710. Welcome to the experience here on ESPN LA 710. I'm Laferne Cusack. Thank you so much for joining me here today. For more information, you can uh, log on to Twitter at Laferne Cusack or ESPNLA.com for podcasts and downloads. Today, we're going to choose water and play more. I'm speaking with Steve Baldwin. He is the director of the Nutrition and Physical Activity Program in Los Angeles. County Department of Public Health. Steve, welcome to the show. Hi, Laverne. Thank you for having me. Steve, you have been in the industry for a while. Tell us how you got started in public service and why. Well, sure, sure. Um, well, I'm, my, my formal training is in nutrition. I'm actually a registered dietitian, and I've always had an interest in, um, in nutrition and healthy eating. Um, I was the kid that um, was teased as, as being the fat kid um, when I was in school. And uh, that sort of, uh, as I got older and realized um, not only that health is really important, but that I, I you know, was really affected by, by that as a kid. And I didn't want others to, to suffer through that. And so I've really sort of gravitated towards not only healthy eating, physical activity promotion, um, but also just personal um, habits and behaviors around living a healthy lifestyle. And so really, it's my mission to to help people become healthier. And for many years, I worked in a school district um, doing food service and nutrition education. And uh, in 2010, I had the opportunity to come to the Department of Public Health uh, for Los Angeles County, and it's just been a, a fantastic experience and opportunity to be able to help people on a broad scale. When you were growing up, was health and nutrition an active thing in your family, or did you guys even talk about health and nutrition? We did. It was it was really my mom and I, and uh, we had a lot of um, you know meals out together um, as a as a single parent. Um, sometimes it's easier to to uh, 
go out and maybe get fast food a little too much. And mm-hmm. my mom and I both struggled with our weight at that time. And um, so we, we've, uh, we've come a long way since then. But, uh, you know, the, the fast food and the food environment um, that most of us live in, that all of us live in, really, is uh, really geared towards um, a lot of foods that aren't as healthy for us. And so mm-hmm. um, in the Department of Public Health, we're really about you know promoting healthy foods like water, fruits and vegetables, um, uh, you know, to, to help maintain a healthy weight and to achieve overall health. Right. Well, I was talking to the head of the the health clinic here in downtown LA, the Los Angeles Christian Health Centers, and she was we were talking about the neighborhood and you know that there, there's a lot of diabetes in the area. People come in with diabetes and I was saying how you know in that area, are the, do the people have access to fresh fruits and vegetables? And, you you know, you're talking about like a single parent taking their kids to school, coming home. What's the easiest thing? How can we get food? And a lot of in that area might be, you know, the the chains of stores that you could get chips and, you know, all sorts of things, but nothing nutritious, nothing fresh no fresh fruits and vegetables, and it's just like a spiral. Well, what's in our community, and how can we access that, and how can we make it easier for parents to get the fresh fruits and vegetables for their kids? Yeah, exactly, and that's that's part of our role as the Department of Public Health is is to protect health, prevent disease, and promote healthy behaviors mm-hmm. um, like um, eating fruits and vegetables and eating healthy foods and improving access and availability to to these foods and um, for everyone in Los Angeles County not just um, any particular neighborhood we're interested in having the whole county have access to you know healthy food so that they can choose healthy behaviors in addition to trying to refrain from the less healthy behaviors like drinking too many sugar sweetened beverages or using tobacco and um, so in, in our work in the department, we, we really try to promote healthy behaviors and things like access to health care coverage as a regular source of care, reducing health disparities with the help of partners, et cetera. Steve, have you found that the thought around health and physical fitness and prevention is more on the minds of people than just, oh, well, I'm not feeling well, I'm going to go to the doctor. Have you found that your work with the department, that more people are trying to prevent rather than deal with when something happens? Well, I think that that's the trend. People are really thinking about what they're putting in their bodies more now more than ever before. Uh, People have become more aware of reading food labels, of what foods are healthful, and what foods aren't. I mean, if you just, as an example, if you just go to any bookstore, which those still exist, right, bookstores? <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> if you go to any bookstore, a lot of times the largest section of the bookstore is the diet and health section. There's so many books out there and so much information uh, that sometimes it can be confusing. And so another um, sort of one of our goals is to provide a, um, accurate science-based 
recommendations and information in a simple way so that parents and families can take advantage of that information and make the healthiest choices for their families. Right. Having the information so you can do so, you know. <laughs> it's not yeah, that's what, the first step, yeah. It's not telling you what to do. It's telling, providing you with the information so you can do what you feel is best. I love that. Exactly, yes. So talk about some of the things the public health promotes for healthy behaviors. Yeah, well, two, two of our larger initiatives right now are called Choose Water and Play More. And they're both aimed at families and focused on helping children establish healthy lifestyles. I went to this uh, seminar a couple weeks ago for Juice Plus, and there was a doctor there talking about how if you want to get rid of something or if you're going to have soda and you're reaching for a diet soda, he said it's better, it's best to do have the one that's not a diet soda that does less harm to you than the diet soda. And I was sitting there going, what? You know, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like so every time like you get in a habit of getting up, going to the refrigerator, grabbing a diet Coke, you know, if you're at work or whatever. And then I remember reaching into the refrigerator yesterday and I go, no, I cannot have that. Let me fill up my water bottle. I just heard like formaldehyde in my body. I don't know. But. <laughs> it sounds like you made a good choice. Yeah. Um, you know, we've got a lot of resources on online at our, our website. Is it okay if I plug our website a little Absolutely. bit? Absolutely. I'm on Great. there right well, now. Oh, awesome. Oh, good. So um, choosehealthla.com, all one word has great resources for parents and families. Um, and it sounds like you made a really good choice without that, that uh, the water that you chose yesterday. Yes. On our, on our website, there are recipes for making um, fruit water at home. Fruit water? Um, kind of like, spa, like spa water. Oh, yes. I do and that. it's really easy. Um, and kids love to do it. Kids and parents can do it together. Um, I, what I recommend is you know, taking like a pitcher of water and just use water from the tap. Um, and then you can squeeze whatever fruit you want into it. So like it could be watermelon slices or strawberry slices, a handful of grapes, squeeze it in and then just drop the grapes in there, put it in the, in the refrigerator. Usually water tastes better if it's cold. Um, and you, you can use sparkling water as well. You, it sounds really simple, and but you'd be surprised at how good it is. Yes. And it's really great to get kids involved in this, too, because let them pick the fruit that they want to put in. Adults also like spa water, like cucumber, mint. There's a lot of different things you can do with water um, that's, you know, so much healthier than, than the sugary beverages that are so available to us everywhere. Um, and so I highly recommend that. Go to, go to our website, ChooseHealthLA.com and uh, check out those recipes. Yeah, I did that the other week with my son. We bought that that little glass container like you can put tea in and it dispenses on your, you know, your counter, you know that. Oh, one. yeah. So I had him fill up. I said, Davey, go. He's, he's four years old. I go, okay, now I want you to fill this up with ice about this much. And he loved doing it. And then we cut up lemons and cut up cucumbers. And, you know, kids love, like, squeezing and, you know, trying to make stuff. Like, okay, it's a chemistry class. So it was really fun for him. So I'm like, okay, I need to do more of that. 
And it, oh, that's awesome. That's right. And it was an hour activity. <laughs> an hour healthy activity. And it was good. Yeah. And plus, it's also time that you spent with him. You know, it's time spent together on something that's not, uh, that doesn't have a screen, mm-hmm. uh, like a TV or computer or uh, the ubiquitous like cell phone that we all have in our pockets. Um, that's, that's good quality time you spent with him. And so that's another benefit of this is to, you know, get your kids involved in the kitchen, um, help you make some of these recipes. It can be a great experience for, for them and for you as well. So that's, that's really cool. Now, Steve, I was in the elevator this last week. Well, when I was in the elevator, <laughs> they have these like little TVs uh, in the elevator and it gives you like stats and stuff of what's going on during the day or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, the stat came on saying, oh, we only have like wh- of these five diseases, what limits your life the most? And it had like mm-hmm. diabetes, um, obesity, and some other ones. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm sure it's o- obesity. And it was, I won. I won the elevator <laughs> challenge, but it was like yeah. obesity. Now you lectured on um, um, oh, um, metabolic uh, Me- metabolic functions of nutrients. Yeah, metabolic yeah. function of nutrients. Now, <laughs> can you talk yeah. about that? Like how how do we process? Like each every person is different, so something that I may be able to eat is not good with my function. Right? Is that correct? And am I saying that? Well, yeah. So, I mean, it, when, 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 let's let's talk about let's take one step back and and talk about your your uh, the elevator quiz that you won, which is yes. which is that obesity was the was the the uh, disease that's most controllable and yet most impacts your life. Um, I I would um, suggest that obesity is is the factor that helps cause a lot of the other diseases that we have. So, yes. uh, you know, diabetes, heart disease, stroke, all of these are related to obesity. Uh, and in California, you know, we, we lead the nation in a lot of things, right? Like the whole farm to fork movement started in California. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of good things um, that we lead the nation in. But unfortunately, we also lead the nation in obesity among young children um, between the children between the ages of two and four in California, almost 17% wow. are obese, uh, close to one in five. In L.A. County, the prevalence of obesity is even higher. So we talked to our colleagues at the WIC program, the, that's the Supplemental Nutrition Program for Women, Infants, and Children, mm-hmm. and um, more than 19% of the three and four year olds that go into a WIC office are obese. So that's just a little bit less than one in five. Um, that's, that's too many. Yes. And, um, you know, overweight and obesity in childhood has both immediate and more long-term impacts on health and well-being. It, it, children are more likely now to have risk factors for adult what we used to think of as adult diseases like cardiovascular disease or, or pre-diabetes, we're seeing these in children now. Um, and I think also it's important to remember that children, healthy children are better learners. Yes. And so if children are overweight or obese or uh, leading a sedentary lifestyle, this can also impact their academic performance. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. It sort of sets themselves up for a path uh, moving forward in their life that is not as healthy as could be otherwise. And so that's why this is such a critical, critical issue that we're dealing with. Steve, do and, you know why yeah. California is leads in obesity rate among children? Some of the factors that go into it? Well, one of the... One of the important factors with obesity in children is consumption of sugar-sweetened beverages. Um, and I think this not just in California, but this is, you know, uh, an issue that's everywhere mm-hmm. in, in our society, that sugar-sweetened beverages are just, they, they're ubiquitous. They're sort of like you can get them almost anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, every year or every few years, I should say, we conduct a, a health survey in the county called the L.A. County Health Survey, not surprisingly, and and we. That's a great name, that, Steve. <laughs> yeah, we got to we got to think of something more creative for that. I think, uh, but in our most recent uh, data, uh, among children ages zero to five, twenty five percent of children in LA County, or one in four, drink at least one sugary drink every day. So that's children zero to five. One wow. in four children, age zero to five, drink one sugary drink every day. And the the rate is even higher in communities of color. So uh, about 50% of African-American children, age zero to five, and about 42% of Latino children, age zero to five, drink one or more sugary drinks per day. And why this is a concern is that a child's risk for obesity increases by about 60% for every sugary drink they consume on average daily. Wow. So if your child is drinking a sugary drink every day on average, maybe it's two the next day and none the next day, but the average is one a day, their risk for obesity dramatically increases by 60%. And the then being overweight and obese can lead to heart disease and diabetes and the other health issues. So right. we're kind of circling back to your elevator quiz that you won. So it's sort of all connected. And certainly not to say that the consumption of sugary beverages is the only factor, but it is an important factor that parents can can play a role in trying to limit a little bit. And so sugary drinks like soda, juice drinks, Sports drinks are the largest single source of added sugars in our diet. And so that's why with the Choose Water campaign, we're really promoting the consumption of water and making our own healthy, healthier versions of drinks that, that kids will love just as much as they do the others. Now, Steve, you just like my heart drop because I try to make sure that my son gets the proper, you know, nutrition that he needs in the morning and and I make sure that you know everything is I try to get things that are 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 organic you know we go to um what's that farm up there in uh Moore Park um there's the I forgot there there's this farm up uh, Underwood Farms we go and pick strawberries and he loves doing that so we're teaching him about organic fresh foods and organic. but we buy those juice packs but I bought it and I just realized now that I may have fallen for the propaganda because it says <laughs> organic organic no yeah. added you know 
preservatives or whatever. I'm like, oh, okay, this is organic, but it's still sugar, right? Or Yeah, yeah. I'm really glad you brought this up because I think this is a point of confusion for, for many parents. Um, so if, if you give your child juice, you want to make sure that it's 100% uh, full juice, right, no, with no added sugar. So, so it sounds like you made a good choice there if there's no added sugar. Okay. The challenge, though, is the serving size for 100% juice is really small. So children should have no more than six ounces of 100% juice per day. So six ounces is about three quarters of a cup. Mm. So it's very, very small. And the reason for that is it's, there are healthy nutrients and vitamins and minerals in, in the 100% juice, but most of the calories, all the calories are coming from sugar, whether it's um, naturally occurring sugar or whether it's added sugar, uh, well, 100% juice with no added sugar wouldn't have added sugar, but all of the juice calories are coming from sugar. And so that's why the serving size is very small. Uh, so again, water, milk, 100% juice, all healthy choices, but with juice, you really want to focus on the portion size and ensure that you're not giving too much. Yes, uh, this yeah. is ESPN LA. I'm Lafern Cusack speaking with Steve Baldwin. He is director of nutrition and physical activity program in the Los Angeles County Department of Public Health. We're talking about choose water and play more. So we're we, we're focusing a lot on the kids, but as parent yourself, you know your kids imitate you, and they imitate you know, our sports heroes. And can we talk more about that? Like what advice and resources would you offer to parents when it comes to choosing water or sports drinks and sodas and all that? Well, I think number one, I, I will, I will tell you, I am nowhere near a perfect parent. Um, <laughs> right. It's like, I, I have so, no clue. I've never done it before. So, hey, yeah. <laughs> listen, I mean, it is, it's tough. It's really it tough. I, I'm, my wife works. I work. We both work full time. Our kids are in school. You come home at the end of the day, you're tired and you're hungry yourself and you want to still, you know, serve something relatively healthy for kids. So for your, for your kids, um, so it, it, at the same time, a young child may not know what the word hypocrite means, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they can spot one when they see it. Oh, right? yes. So we don't want to be the, the parent that's like chugging a Coke and say, no, this isn't for you. Mm -hmm. Coke isn't healthy, but I'm going to go ahead and drink it because I can. You know, we don't want to be that parent either. So then, so how do you manage it? So number one, I think it's, <clears throat> excuse me, I think it's important to recognize that Nobody's going to be perfect. It's not about perfection. It's about being a little better today than we were yesterday. Mm -hmm. So let's maybe try to pick one thing that we're going to do a little bit better. So maybe at dinner, instead of opening up that two-liter bottle of uh, whatever sugary drink, mm -hmm. we are going to uh, drink water instead. Just one little change you can make. Right. Um, we need to recognize that changing the habits of our children takes time and commitment and continual reinforcement, right? You can't just do it once and expect the child to just, you know, be that way moving forward. You need to kind of 
continually do it over and over, be very consistent. And that takes self-management and, and, um, and goal setting. And you really have to be sort of aware of your own biases and your own uh, challenges in order to do this for your family. But it is possible. We've had a lot of success. And again, on our website, choosehealthla.com, we have a lot of tips and recipes, not only just, just the recipes, but we've also got uh, resources that parents can use. Um, for instance, with the Play More campaign, uh, we have an activity tracker that mm. parents can use to sort of track um, the activity of their kids, um, the, the minutes that they spend in front of a screen versus the minutes that oh. they spend being physically active. Um, and so, again, go to our website, chooseoutthelay.com. You can check out um, the resources that we have there. Yeah. Do you guys also develop like the short form content? <clears throat> you know, like on Facebook, they have these little 10 second clips of how to make a healthy food in 10 minutes. So from our website, choosehealthalay.com, there's links to our our uh, YouTube video series that we've done. Uh, eat, 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 live, play, I think it's called now that I yeah. remember it. Let, let me uh, but yeah, there's some there's some great stuff there, too. Yeah, thank you. Let's check out some of the PSAs from your campaign. ESPN LA 710. Just because your kids are active, just because they're not overweight, doesn't mean sugary drinks aren't doing them damage to their insides. You can't see visceral fat, the dangerous fat too much sugar creates. It builds up inside and wraps around their internal organs, bringing them closer to diabetes, heart disease, fatty liver, even cancer. Sugary drinks are making everybody sick. Keep your kids healthy by giving them water and fresh fruit instead. ESPN LA 710. Welcome back. I'm Laferne Cusack. We're talking Choose Water and Play More. And I'm speaking with Steve Baldwin. He is the director of the Nutrition and Physical Activity Program in the Los Angeles County Department of Public Health. Steve, I think kids are born knowing how to get on the phone, swipe left, swipe right, use the tablets. It's, it it yeah. like blew my mind. Can we talk about some of the things that you guys do with the Play More campaign? You know, there was a recent study um, that the American Academy of Pediatrics published, and it, the, it found that um, children's, children today are spending an average of seven hours no. daily no. on entertainment media. No. Yeah, so I mean, if you, if you think about it, if, if they're using a computer at school, Oh. If they've got a cell phone, I've got teenagers at home and they've got cell phones in their pockets mm-hmm. um, that they're on all the time. Uh, that I, you know, <laughs> there's goes back to the fact that I'm not a perfect parent, so I need to set limits there as well, like any parent does. They've got, you know, computers at home, tablets, other electronics, the, the video games. Um, there's so many distractions for kids. And um, the challenge with that is, not necessarily that they're looking at a screen, but it's just that while they're looking at a screen, they're not being physically active. They're being sedentary, and it, it takes time away from doing other things. Mm-hmm. And the amount of time we spend in front of a, a, a screen, no matter what type of screen it is, can add up to more pounds on our bodies. Uh, and so it's so easy now, I think, for parents to, you know, going back to the idea that we're, 
you know, we're all, we worked very hard and we're tired at the end of the day. It's really easy just to like set your kid down in front of the TV so that you can get the stuff done that you need to do. Um, and so letting have, letting kids having, have some time on an electronic device like that is easy and convenient and actually appropriate sometimes. Maybe they've got to do homework. They've got to call a friend. Um, you know, they, they want to learn about world events or whatever. So there are appropriate uses, of course, but, um, I think the key for parents is that we should set limits, set boundaries. Kids respond well to boundaries. Yes. Um, and um, on our website, chooseselfalay.com, we've got great resources for parents to, you know, help without boundary setting and with screen time. Um, and uh, by the way, I also want to mention all the materials on our site are free to download and use for anyone. They're available in English and Spanish um, as well. That's great. Yeah, the, and it's out there. Uh, we were talking off air about how I I enjoy having people like you on the show to provide parents who want to advocate and do more for their community. We provide ways that they can do that. It's like a lot of people may feel helpless of like, oh, what can I do? And you're providing it. And it's free. Choose HealthLA.com um, for more information. Because I know that, again... This is my first time parenting. I don't know. Well, where do you go? Well, I don't know. You know, it's like, well, you could go here and it's right here. Yeah, they, the kids don't come with an instruction manual, do they? <laughs> no. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I think what you're describing is how a lot of parents feel. Um, certainly how I felt and, and a lot of my, uh, you know, the, uh, fellow parents that are, I'm friendly with feel the same way. It's... But I think I think if you know parents want to want to do the best we can for our kids, and we want them to have a better life than we had, and is from the Department of Public Health's point of view, we feel that if parents are empowered with the resources mm-hmm. and um, materials and information, they will be much more likely to be able to you know, execute a plan and, and, and have an idea of what they want to do with their kids and how they want to set up their home structure. And so that's what we've done with this website to just give parents resources so that you can parent more easily. Right. And I love how it's like, it, it's easy because it's, you guys have so much information, but you break it down. So it's, you know, compact and easy for any parent to go to and say, okay, one, two, three, okay, I can do that. (laughs) That's fine. It's not overwhelming, right? Yes, exactly. Exactly right. Steve, now the campaign, uh, the TV campaign, you you talk about, you know, using tablets and computers and phones. Can we Mm -hmm. talk about the process of how you guys build that campaign? What goes into like your job and like getting the partners together to come up with mm. these statistics and what you want to put out that it makes it easier for parents to choose. Yeah, sure. We are the Department of Public Health, and and there's some things that we're really good at. We're we're great at at looking at data, collecting data. We've got uh, nutrition and physical activity expertise. Uh, we've got you know physicians and dietitians. That, that are on the team that, that uh, sort of help craft these messages, but we couldn't do it without our partners. Um, there's, there's just um, so many great partners out there. First 5 LA has been a wonderful partner for us. Um, and they've, they've got a ton of resources as well. 
Uh, the programs I mentioned before, women, infants, and children, uh, supplemental uh, food program, CalFresh, uh, DPS, the Department of Public Social Services, CalFresh program, they're out there. Um, and we, we could not do this work without the help of our partners uh, and funders. And uh, so we're very blessed to, uh, to be able to work with them yeah. on projects like this. Let's talk about what physical activity does uh, for a brain, the brain of a child. Oh, sure. Well, physical activity is such a key, a key piece of uh, development for a child. I mean, we're, we're, we're given these muscles uh, to use them. As I always tell my my children, uh, and uh, children that are physically active do better in school. It's been pretty well documented that children that eat well and are physically active score better on standardized tests in math and language arts. And so, um, just just from a from a, a mental and physical development perspective, physical activity is is, is really important. And it's good to start them young, you know, when they're uh, toddlers and, you know, learning to walk and, and later on learning to, to run and play sports. You know, it's, it's, it's great to get them involved in, in whatever you can. And, uh, and as a parent, you should get out there with them. Yes. You know, it, it's, it's great to get out there, take them to the park. And if, if, if you have a, if you don't have the opportunity to, to have a park in your neighborhood, you know, just get up and dance in, in, inside the house. Yeah, there are a lot party. of great videos on YouTube and stuff you can uh, that that can offer suggestions on being physically active with your kids. And uh, it certainly is good. And what's great about it, too, is physical activity. What's good for kids is good for adults, too. Yeah. So, uh, we, you know, physical activity is great for stress relief for adults and can help us maintain a, a healthy uh, body weight as well. So yeah. it's good for adults and kids. Yes, absolutely. I went out and bought my son a soccer ball the other day and I was like, come on, let's go to the park. We're going to play soccer. <laughs> and for, it. for me, it's like, okay, I need exercise. But for him, it's like, ah, oh, we're playing, we're having fun. And I can say this boy had me running all over the park and I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, uh, daddy's sure. turn. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go sit down for a second. My son at four, like, can run and run. So I need to work up to his level of activity. <laughs> well, that's fine. Start slow. Do what you can. You know, if you know, I, I, I want to. I think it's an important thing to 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 recognize that we're not going to. If you haven't been exercising in a few months or years, you know, you probably don't want to go out play soccer for an hour the first day, you know, mm-hmm. just get up and take a walk, get outside, uh, get up and do some stretching, whatever you can do today that's a little bit better than what you did yesterday, that's that's a good goal. Now, I know I touched on, you know, your uh, our metabolism and stuff like that earlier. Um, can you talk about how the activity may increase your metabolism or like let's say you're you know a mom or a dad and you're just you've been a couch potato uh, for a little bit um is it the activity that you have plus the food and or is there something more to every person that is different and their metabolism mm-hmm. well i think it's both i mean it is the type of food we eat and and some of us are are um, blessed with having more muscle and therefore we're able to use the energy we get from food more efficiently than maybe someone else. But I think just from a public health perspective, 
you know, energy balance is really like a simple sort of a math equation. The calories you take in, you either use those calories or you store those calories. Uh, and one way to use those calories more effect- effectively um, so that you don't end up storing them is to just be more physically active. Um, and, it, you know, it's that said, it's not an easy thing to do because, um, you know, it takes practice and time. And if we haven't been physically active in a while, it's, it, uh, you know, you have to you have to build up to it. And also there's a lot of calories in our environment. The calories are very easy to come by these days, right? Yes. Uh, uh, so, so choose uh, water, I, it, right? A, choose water. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so choosing water is one of the ways that we can help limit the calories we take in for sure. Steve, I know we talked about a, a whole bunch. With the, the tracker as well, I guess, on your website, we can mm. put our activity in, your, the, like parents can put their activity in as well as the kids' sure. activity. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I think that's that's a great point. That's a great idea. Um, you know, kids generally need about 60 minutes of physical activity every day. Uh, adults should aim for about 30 minutes of activity a day. Uh it doesn't mean you have to do 30 minutes in a row. It can be 15 minutes here, 15 minutes there, or 10, 10, and 10. Mm-hmm. Um, same for children. But overall, on average, we want to try to aim for 60 minutes for kids and, and 30 minutes for children. And uh, tracking that is a, uh, is a good way to make sure that you're doing what you should do. There's a lot of apps on cell phones, on the phones we all carry now as well, mm-hmm. that can help track activity. Yeah. Well, um, I know a friend who lives in San Francisco says all of their streets are are ready for bicyclists. And I know that yeah. Los Angeles County has been doing a lot of that and getting streets with, you know, the the biking lanes available. Mm-hmm. And we do Ciclovia and a whole bunch of that, like the Los Angeles River Ride mm-hmm. on your website. You also have how we can get out and ride our bikes more. Get out of the car and ride. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's. Yeah, biking is is really great for the whole family as well. We want to practice safety bike, safe biking. We want to make sure the kids have a helmet. Adults should wear a helmet as well. Uh, make sure you have the proper gear. But I I, I totally agree. I think uh, bicycling is a is really fun for the whole family, and um, you know parents and and uh, their kids can do it together, and it doesn't take a whole lot of. Uh, practice once you learn you usually don't forget how to ride yeah. uh, <laughs> the old saying never yes. forget how to ride a bike but yes. uh, yeah thanks for mentioning that yeah bicycling is definitely a good form of exercise i love that you guys make it so easy for us just to go and uh, just go to choosehealthla.com and it's just right there overall steve how would you summarize the importance of focusing efforts on these issues with young children in particular well, goodness, I, I think that um, it, it's just such a critical part of of what we do as parents is just ensuring that we do the best we can to uh, give our kids the opportunity to live a healthy life and to learn what it takes to live a healthy life. Mm-hmm. And so, number one, I think if parents can be a role model for their kids um, to the best of their ability uh, to show their kids as their kid's first and most important teacher, uh, the ways to stay healthy. Um, I think the, uh, our, the children of Los Angeles County will be in a really good position to make those choices themselves. 
Um, so choosing water, uh, being more physically active, spending less time in front of a TV, computer, phone screen are just two simple ways that we can do that. Mm-hmm. And so I would encourage parents that are hearing this today to, um, to think about one thing they can do better with their family today that was a little bit better than it was yesterday. Um, not try to take on too much at once, but so to be real, set realistic goals, but also to set the goals, you know, yes. think about what you want to achieve. And, uh, and I think uh, our families will be, will be uh, much better for having done so. Yeah. And another thing I, I think is that the advocacy. So a lot of people may feel helpless, like, oh, I can't do anything. I can't change any type of policy. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. But uh, a parent's voice at a school and changing, you know, not having soda machines at the school or, you know, voicing their opinions goes so far. And if you see something in your school that may not be healthy or if you want to start a healthy program in schools, a, a parent's voice can do so much, right? Oh, absolutely. No doubt about it. Um, school boards and principals listen to parents. And uh, a parent's voice can be very powerful, and a child's voice as well. Um, so, yeah, definitely, you know, as a parent, it's, it's our responsibility. If we see something that doesn't feel quite right or if we would like to improve, um, we shouldn't be afraid to advocate for those healthy changes in, in our schools and in our communities. And, again, if you could go over some of the additional resources you guys have at the Department of Public Health uh, that our parents can use just a summer. Sure. Everything's uh, linked to our, our website, which is choosehealthla.com. Uh, the website's very easy to navigate. It's sort of broken into uh, four primary uh, sections. We've got eat, move, live, and then we've got some information about our Choose Health LA restaurants program there. So I highly encourage uh, families to go check it out. Um, there's also information on um, uh, child care resources oh. um, through ChooseHealthLA.com, uh, information for moms um, in particular and, and, uh, and kids. Um, so I, I, I highly recommend that you just go to the website, check it out, bounce around, look at the links that, that look interesting to you. And uh, there's quite a bit of multimedia there as well, videos um, that you can that you can check out. And again, everything is free and available in English and Spanish. And uh, encourage you to go and have a look. Steve Baldwin, the director of nutrition and physical activity program in the Los Angeles County Department of Public Health. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for sharing all that you guys do and helping our community. Thank you, Lafern, for having me. It was great talking with you. And choose water and play more. I'm Lafern Cusack. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Please log on to ESPNLA.com for more podcasts, information, downloads, or check me out on Twitter at Lafern Cusack. Thanks again. I'll see you next week here on ESPN LA 710. ESPN LA 710.